Hello and welcome to the new edition of the podcast of Life Value TV, the podcast for more life value. My name is Stefan Josef and I'm glad you're listening to my podcast as we talk today about what crucial questions improve our vitality and quality of life. How comfortable do you feel in your skin? Would you like to be more sporty and vital? Do your relationships have a positive or negative effect on your well-being? If we look at commercials, we can see that the ideal image has changed greatly over the decades. In the positive, in my opinion. Since on one hand, sportiness and vitality are already conveyed, but on the other hand, less slim is presented more attractively than in the past. Before we go into more detail about ideas and tips for a better vitality, let's take a quick look at our relationship life. Last week, we already talked in detail about happy and comfortable relationships and one more question arises. How do relationships affect our vitality? When two people are in love, the world is seen with completely different eyes. To be in love does bring with it a particularly positive energy. With regard to relationships, therefore, in general asked, what difference do you see in your well-being whether you say goodbye to a person in disunity or with a heartfelt embrace? Have you ever had the feeling that your stomach would turn? Do you also know that special tingling sensation after a wonderful encounter? Mark Victor and Crystal Dwyer Hansen Colin ask to bridge from your dreams to your destiny some ideas for a more romantic relationship life, such as, for example, a picnic at sunset. Simply spend time together in a park and talk about the most beautiful moments and adventures together or surprise the loved one with a candlelight in it. What we feel ultimately influences our thinking and as Bruce Lipton, author of the book Intelligent Cells says, chemical processes arise in our brain, which in turn have an influence on our immune system and thus our health. Bruce Lipton talks about the fact that only 1% of diseases are really genetic. Diseases are, simply put, caused by fears. He explains how the programming of the first 7 years of life works, that only 5% of daily actions are conscious and operational. His preoccupation with epigenetics fits perfectly with our current question of vitality. If we now switch from thinking to questioning, because, from my point of view, two fundamental questions arise. How do we think about ourselves, such as our appearance? What does this thinking do to us and what does it mean for our future? Mark and Crystal recommend and ask to think about a time when we felt great about our health and fitness. Can you remember such a time or are you perhaps still looking for it? As is written in numerous books, Every person has a very personal potential to develop. As Mark and Crystal describe and ask, it is necessary to recognize what we are all already gifted with in life, and this also includes our own body. Losing weight does not work equally well for all people. On the one hand, the weight can be maintained, but is often gained again. And some people even hate their bodies. This raises three important questions for Mark and Crystal. 
How can something be successful if you don't have confidence deep in your heart? If you don't see your best self in your appearance, how long do you pursue your goals for it? How do you think your cells react when you hate your body? Because your body is a living organism. This plays right into the thinking already mentioned above and means opening up bit by bit and getting to the bottom of the origin of many a way of thinking and behaving with the right questions. This includes being honest with yourself and asking yourself how strong the will for change actually is in order to ultimately be successful in every area of life. Health, weight and fitness are no exception. So if you want to improve your vitality, what's stopping you right now? How are you really doing with your health situation? Do your emotions cause instability to your plans? These are just three selected questions, freely translated from ASK, which, however, are extremely important. Anyone who knows me knows that I used to spend more time on the couch earlier and preferred fast food. Even today, I have not found the perfect way. What I can say, however, is that my general vitality has improved significantly over the past more than 10 years, physically and mentally, although I have not yet reached my desired weight. On the way to more vitality, there is no point in staying stuck in the past, but being honest about the situations that have hindered the way to what stressors exert an influence and what effects can be expected for the future, to name just a few examples. Examples that should lead to a clear and automatic yes for lasting and consistent change. Because, as Mark and Crystal in Ask write, everything we think, do, become or create in our lives will pass through our body. Major Brad Cole faced terrible headaches and stress and as we read about him in Ask, in a moment of despair he spontaneously came up with the answer to his question as how to he could change that, and that was to bring his mind in balance. This one answer has led him to ask for new solutions that make a difference immediately, even if only to a small extent. At the beginning of today's episode, I asked about the interaction between relationships and our vitality. In addition to relationships with people, this also includes creativity, expression of one's own strengths, career and spirituality. On the one hand, all these areas plays into the relationship life. On the other hand, so to speak, our whole is influenced by it. As Crystal tells us in Ask, her mother was always particularly concerned about the health of the children. Accordingly, health, fitness and vitality also include liking yourself and developing health-promoting habits. And it should also be taken into account not to follow just any health trend. While her mother was pregnant with her, her mother had an epilepsy attack and opted for herbs and vitamins as a treatment, which turned to be a boon for Crystal's further development, compared to a boy whose mother was also affected and taking medication. Decades ago, Earl Nightingale put our bodies at an average value of 
85 billion dollars, based on the electrical energy we could release. Therefore, a central question arises here again. What value do we actually attach to our body? Earl points to the incredible and infinite value and uniqueness of each individual. In this respect, a saying that I once heard was groundbreaking for me many years ago. We only have this one body and this one life. Apart from the fact that nowadays many operations, transplants, etc. are possible, if we remember to have only this one body available, why is it often handled so carelessly and given too little value to the body? Why are others seen as more important and their own needs put on the back burner? Crystal reports and ask furthermore from a client, Benny, an ultimate mother who, simply put, gave herself so much to her family that the family had finally a sense of disrespect for her. Benny has realized at the end that she has to give value to her own well-being and health in order to receive the respect from her family she deserves. If we now look at this situation in a more far-reaching way, taking one's own vitality seriously affects the family, work and spirituality. Instead of still wanting to jump higher and further, there is a need to learn again to listen to one's own body. In this day and age, we have an enormous selection of things to eat, but much of it doesn't even really feed us. It is no secret that the number of overweight people is increasing worldwide. Is it mostly eaten nowadays because hunger is there, or just because of an appetite and food is just available? Anyone who knows me knows that I have a penchant for ice cream, among other things, and Darren Hardy would suggest that it would be better not to have one at home. What I'm getting at is the trigger why we allow ourselves something to eat. Is it just an impulse to perhaps want to satisfy frustration or a starvation-quenching meal that we eat and promote our health? To go into more detail about this would go far beyond the time frame today, but it should be noted that finally the combination of high-quality proteins, carbohydrates and fats matching the personal DNA profile is decisive, and a certain quality standard clearly has an impact on how much money is needed for food. This can be a real financial issue for some people. Many professional and private situations often seem to get in the way of healthy habits. Mark and Crystal lead in ask a few ideas to at least improve these habits, especially at the workplace. There may be the possibility to do stretching exercises in between, or to spend part of the working time standing up, or to move meetings to the fresh air. Perhaps the lunch break is ideal for eating and walking. There are opportunities to do sports exercises with the children, or to make the free time exciting and interactive. To be a child again. Maybe even the love life can be improved. Mark writes in Ask about Dr. Nick Delgado, who was overweight due to the diet he was given in childhood, and that brought him teasing. In the meantime, he takes the view that the scientific breakthroughs to health and longevity would even make an eternal life possible. 
Nick is now a recognized anti-aging expert who has spoken at over 60 medical conferences. In summary, he sees the need in order to experience rejuvenation, to detoxify, nourish, strengthen and use the power of our mind. His personal goal, healthy, to live to be 124 years old. Regardless of how the current health situation currently presents itself, we are not necessarily at the mercy of the emerging state of health in every case. As we read and ask about G.B. Davies, she was unexpectedly able to donate a kidney for her husband. The two trusted that the solution would be found. Initially, an incompatibility had been assumed in the two. Mark and Crystal also talk about a man who sees forgiveness as the key to his healing and go on to explain that by giving or asking for forgiveness, life is illuminated and freed from a burden of life. Accordingly, this starts a process of letting go of pain and toxic life contents. So listen what your body actually needs to unfold its full life force to get the best quality for a life worth living. I'm looking forward to your subscription to my podcast and I invite you to watch my new video on Life Value TV on Sunday. I wish you a healthy and vital time. All love, Stefan Josef. Oh, 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 oh,